the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paper boy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. All right, back with you. It's Dave Ellswick Show. Sad news to open up the show with today. And uh, Bob Saget died uh, yesterday in Orlando, Florida. And uh, that was a shock to everybody. And I'm um, sorry to hear that 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 happened. I saw where uh, the uh, Olsen uh, girls, the twins, now have uh, released a statement talking about, you know, that they were devastated by the news. Uh, he looked in great shape. Yeah, I mean, he really, picture, really did. The pictures you see, he's... He, yeah, he, he's feeling good. He didn't look like a young man. Doesn't, no. doesn't look like an old man. No. Well, here's the key, and I, I talked to you about right. this, and I just talked to R.D. about it. Isn't it funny now? He was only 65. He was only 65. I remember when I was a teenager, if you said somebody was 65, you thought that they were decrepit and decrepit keeper. Uh, one, well, everybody that's a teenager looks at people at 65. One, 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 one foot in the grave and the other on the banana. When people, I was young... Hope I die before I get old, and that was 35. <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's what, what was going on. Mm. But bottom line is is that he passed away, and uh, he had a large – he was set up to go out and, uh, and traverse the United States and Canada and do his stand-up act. He was really excited about it. He was looking forward to it. He didn't do politics. He didn't do anything on religion. Mm. He just found a lot of things to talk about. That people did in everyday life. Yeah. He, he didn't he <laughs> made didn't, it for fun. He didn't do stand-up comedy with politics. Wow! No, he didn't do any politics because that's usually pretty pretty open. Well, that's fertile territory. Let's just right. say. I mean, you look at some of the stuff that's going I mean, he, on now. Even if you're not biased with your political humor, there's a lot. You, there's a lot to lot to deal with. Just being um, bipartisan, if you will. Yeah. Well, I, I was watching uh, Turner Classic Movies. I happened to come home and. Uh, the Colts were losing to Jacksonville, so I flipped over to watch uh, Turner Classic Movies. And uh, they had a, a movie on about Mark Twain, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, he did a lot of political commentary. Mm-hmm. And when, when he talked about a politician and a jackass, and he said, uh, we have to apologize to the jackasses. <laughs> you know, it was you know great stuff. Just great. St- I mean, that was one of the things he said when he was in London. And uh, good good things uh, from him. But Sackett stayed away from politics. And I give him credit for that, mm-hmm. you know. But I would have liked to, I really would like to have heard his uh, stand-up routine. Uh, I will say this, his stand-up routine was nothing like the daddy portrayed on Full House. It mm. was, let's see, see the blue on the American flag up there? Mm-hmm. It was bluer than that blue, let me tell you that much. I saw him back in the, I guess it was the 90s. What what do you mean by that? Off color. Off color. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's blue comedy. Ah. And he, 
you know, the F bomb was. Oh, it wasn't. It like, wasn't. It wasn't a family friend. No, it was not. Man. Uh, it's the same way when I saw Soupy Sales. Exactly, he did the same thing. He wasn't family friendly. I mean, my wife sat there with her. You know, she was used to seeing Soupy Sales on television with Fang and all that stuff. And then uh, we <laughs> we went to see him live in Indianapolis, and holy cow! Good grief! Almost see blood coming out of ears. Well, he he was doing some crazy stuff, but he had back. Look, he had a lot of stuff that was going on backstage uh, during the Soupy Sales show. Mm-hmm. You well, you probably don't even remember it. You weren't alive. I'm not familiar with it. Do you though. remember Soupy Sales at all? No, Hardy? I don't remember that one. Okay, Soupy Sales was hilarious. He got. He finally lost his job when he went on television. And this is the infancy kind of of TV. I mean, you're talking. This was back in the '60s. And he made the statement, he looked at the camera, and he says, okay, here's what I'd like you to do. Go into your mom and dad's bedroom and take out your dad's wallet. And if you see any pieces of paper with ones on it, send them to me. <laughs> Tens of thousands of dollars showed up oh my. At, the, uh, oh my. at the NBC studio. That's insane. And they fired him for it. That's right? insane. <laughs> they, they fired him for it. But anyway, he used to open a door. There was a door. It's like the mystery door, right? And he would open it up, but you never saw who was in the doorway. Well, evidently, what was going on is that the backstage people would put naked ladies in the doorway and stuff and he opened it up and i mean you'd see his face and his face would be like like that you know i know you didn't see that on the radio you had to watch it on (laughs) facebook but the bottom line is that uh yeah he started showing some of the back Mm. scenes of that stuff it was crazy some of the stuff that they were doing but i liked fang fang was my guy just just because the tv and radio was was a little more family friendly back 50 years ago it doesn't necessarily mean the people were it was still crazy the, the, the people were still pretty people dumb. were people right they still did what they did but anyway uh sorry to hear that bob saget died he's a very funny man uh he couldn't put his arms around you know being the father of full house after he left the show he he hated doing the show he said mm, that really and uh you, should, you know, that's when you count your blessings. It's not everybody that has a TV show that lasts for nine years hmm. and is like one of the number one TV shows. And Is that all the longer it lasted? Was yeah, it yeah, yeah it went you from know, 88 to 90. You know, there's people okay. in Wyoming and Nebraska and it's snowing and they're going out to work on a railroad or work on a roof of a building. And, you know, when he says something comedian had to go do a show that right. really wasn't he didn't, his liking didn't, for didn't really like it all that much. <laughs> he liked to he loved doing stand-up that yeah. he did right. evidently he had performed that night uh, last night when he passed away wow. and did a two-hour show oh wow and was amazed that it had been two hours so he, he didn't know he'd been on stage that long right. so he yeah. wasn't it wasn't like he was lying in a hospital bed somewhere and he nope. died it's he nope. was he was working the same day and he died that night yep. yeah that's wow. what happened. So anyway, uh, you know, R.I.P. to Bob Sackett. For some of you born in the 70s, growing up in the 80s, uh, that was your TV dad that you saw. Uh, yeah, I think, I, think yeah. I remember watching it back when it was um, when it was Cause you wanted, showing. You know, you wanted to know uh, Bob Sackett and how he's going to handle the girls and uh, what was it, Uncle, was it Uncle Joey and yeah, all the think, people that were on that show. It was really a good show. I haven't heard anything from Lori Lawton 
who played his wife on the show. She might have a very low profile, to be honest with you, after going through all the stuff she went through with how she got her daughters into, uh, what was it, USC, oh. you know, cheating, cheating to get that done. and Whatever happened with that? Did they and she paid a lot of money, and her husband, and then they all, they both did some jail time. Did they really? Yeah, because not insane. long. I mean, like two months or something. Of all, of all but the, two months into jail, of, if of, you're not used to it. No, right. If all, all, all the stupid things government can get involved in. Yeah, you, of all the things going on somebody, in this country that's lock somebody in jail, all this stuff. Lock somebody that, in jail because they... That we see in politics. Here's what I thought was funny. <laughs> you guys are going to love this. Did you see yesterday or Friday, I guess it was? Friday. Uh, because uh, Pelosi would never hold a news conference on a Saturday or Sunday. Hmm. But on uh, Friday... Someone in the um, um, journalists asked her if they should make it illegal for uh, senators and congressmen to be able to buy stocks. Hmm. Because let's face it, they got all kinds of insider information about laws and things that are going to affect businesses. And and they may have um, insider information about top secret stuff that's that's liable to drop yeah well that's what i'm saying right. you know so uh i mean it's pretty well known that uh who's the flip-flopper that's out there he's the the, the climate czar right now he's out um, traveling around tall guy uh heinz he's his wife oh, was Heinz. Well, you was talking about um, half the democratic but, party well, anyway, he went to tall um, well he's so but he's he, you know that's how he's made his money you go back and look, it's how he's he's bought all kinds of stocks and everything. Right, and I thought they were going to try to to stop that. I thought that they had passed a law against it. But think about it. Martha Stewart. She went to jail mm. because of somebody who gave her a little tip. Gave her a tip. Huh? She went, what, two, three years? I, I can't remember. But it, was, it was a while. A- it was a while. And uh, they asked Pelosi if they should. No, no. No, no. Absolutely. <laughs> after after her husband just a few days before had, had bought hundreds of millions of dollars in tech stocks. Hmm. Do you think there's some pillow talk that might go on between him and his wife sure, to tell him that there's not. a good deal to sure, sure. buy some stocks? Surely not. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Most ridiculous thing I heard. But she said, no, we... We we have this is free enterprise in the United States. Oh, no, Nancy, Nancy all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she loves free enterprise. Yeah, capitalism. Free enterprise. Oh, <laughs> got to oh. laugh. You had to laugh. I laughed at yeah. that when I heard it. But it's that, free enterprise. It's just the government picks the winners and the losers. Yeah, that's exactly what mm-hmm. a lot yeah, happens. So. And so I I think that's something that they should you should have to give up if you're elected to office. Well, if you remember way back in Arkansas politics, back when uh, King and was a senator, that uh, they come up with a, a bill when all of this Medicaid money came to Arkansas with Arkansas Health Care Exchange that we call Obamacare, that that people were going to have to disclose that if they had contracts that was affiliated with bills that they were passing because so many of the senators and representatives were in the medical field, whether they were hauling patients around or whatever. So before they disclosed on it, they were going to have to, uh, to say that they had a financial so interest in about this bill. Lincoln or who? Who are we talking it about? It was uh, King so Brian, and Linda Collins, Brian King and Linda oh, Collins. Okay, Smith state representatives. Yeah, okay. state, state representatives senators. and senators at the time. They were senators. 
but they were trying to pass a bill saying, hey, if you have a financial interest right. in this dis- vote, you need to disclose it. You need, you know, it didn't even say you couldn't vote on it, but it was right. just you were going to disclose it up front before you voted. And, and you know, uh, and that, that was out the window. It may have passed later. I because, don't know, no, but it was it out, did not. It, not. it was out the window. I'm not sure if it ever passed, but but in in more recent sessions, some of the senators will actually disclose. I think I've seen um, Alan Clark do it from time to time, and maybe even J- Jason Rapert will, will mention, "Hey, I'm I've got some interest in this industry. Just heads up, that's just where we are." And so they'll they'll disclose some of that sometimes. Yeah, it should just full transparency. Right. All right, got to get a break in. First break today, R.D. Hopper and Paul Calvert back in the studio. Their first time in 2022 to see them back in the studio. Good to have them. Uh, We're going to have Dr. Tim Lim, but his wife came down. Uh, I think she came down with COVID, to be honest. And uh, anyway, he uh, couldn't make it today, so he might join us next week. We'll try to get him in here uh, next week. Simone has moved from Mondays to Tuesday to join the women. Ladies. Oh, I'm uh, sure do, she does do, good on that do, show. Do, do, do her thing on that. We'll miss her. Yeah, she was fun. Mm-hmm. Pat Davis, don't forget about him. You need to get a hold of Pat. Save yourself some money. He got some calls on Friday after uh, after pay, uh, being on the show on Thursday. Uh, he literally, what was nice about what Pat did is that he sat on the air uh, with his by phone and uh, talked about how the way he does health insurance is different from the health insurance that you buy from just about everybody else. That's why he can save you 30 to 50%. He can make sure that you don't have any co-pays, that you can choose any provider in the nation, and it's a real insurance program uh, that you're buying and not a share plan because share plans are not like regular insurance. But call him, talk to him about it. Pat Davis 501-605-6935 or visit him online. It's Your Health Plan Man. That's one word, yourhealthplanman.com. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick. I should have had you bring your daughter in, R.D. We could have brought her into the power panel today. Yeah, she always enjoys that. What is she doing with the Republican Party? Uh, She is the vice president of the... Uh, teenage Republicans That's of very Arkansas, cool. and she's the president of the Cabot High School Republican Committee. Great. And she brings speakers into the Cabot High School, and she's traveled around to different counties and trying to help the counties get Teenage Republican Committee started in some different counties so, that so asked her to come and speak. So how did she manage to become the Cabot High School Republican chair when she's homeschooled? Well, homeschool children can, can, participate, can participate in, in clubs in the it's just, public It's just school. interesting so, that, that, so, that uh, um, so she started going to the car show, uh, car club, and uh, and some of the clubs, and of mm-hmm. course, that's a, uh, you know, she like to get she like to get her hands oily. Let's see, not really, <laughs> not really. <laughs> no. Now she's raised some alcohol go karts, and oh, uh, very cool. She likes drag racing her Mustang GT up mm-hmm. in at uh centerville but uh no she hadn't been under them getting greasy on them very much dad most women don't like to do that you don't want to get the grease under their fingernails because it's hard to get it out i tell you what i've had some that i've had a lot of them that work for me at the salvage yard that don't mind it though Mm. one of my best this one of my good i know which one you got yeah uh 
was was a ninety pound lady that was very tough. Is she and still there? To... No, she moved back to Texas. She oh, did she Texas. really? She was a veteran. Yeah, she and, was good, and she was uh, ninety pounds of dynamite, and she could take some cars apart. Well, I talked to her a couple of times. She was she was a good lady. She really yeah. was. So uh, plain but, spoken. <laughs> oh my goodness! No filter involved. That's exactly right. <laughs> of course, I you tend know to like those stand people. On, you know where you stand all the time on people like that. And that's good. Ladies seem to be better at that than men are, but uh, but no. But so, so Anna's been very involved in the Republican Party. I know and, she has. And uh, she went to governor's school and tried to get. get well, we had her on about yeah, it. Yeah, I had her on about that. So. Uh, yeah, she come, she's applying to some college. She's going to have her associate's degree from Liberty University at 18 coming up here this Very uh, spring. Good. And she's applying for some different colleges now. Tell her she should get her, B, get her BS or whatever, BA, whichever one she's getting. And so she can walk across the stage the day before and get a, a high school diploma. And then the next day, walk across the stage and get a college diploma. That's what she's going to do. Gonna, somehow we're going to get them both. At, we really are. Somehow she's going to get them both at the same time where they're, while we're there. I'm not sure really how that's going to play out. But The only person that I know that is doing what she's doing uh, is Ben Ben Shapiro. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shapiro got his master's, and he was, I think, 19. Mm. He was incredible. And of course, all you got to do is read a little bit or listen to Ben. Yeah, he's pretty. You'll sharp. understand about why. Yeah, he's not the most popular person in the world right. on some campuses, but, but, he, but he but he is pretty sharp <laughs> on most campuses yeah, he, anymore. Yeah, he has the kind of what was it in California that time they wanted him to pay for his oh, own Berkeley. security. Yeah, Berkeley wanted Berkeley wanted to pay for his own security yeah. so he could come on and speak. They really didn't want him there, so they well, that trying. was their key, and that's why they did it that way. So yeah, know. she she may be. Some of the Anna may be some of the same way, but uh, uh, she's diplomatic. I should say, you know, she's more diplomatic. Yeah, she, she's than, probably she's learned. Than he is you know what? She's, she's hung around politics a little bit because of her daddy, who's sitting right across from me right now, and she's learned some things about that. She's learned that you 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 just can't go out and lambast people all the time and effectively think that you're going to have people who'll join your side. You know. And uh, and RD does a good has done a good job of that right, and, learn, and of teaching learning, it to learning it. to get along with people even, even yeah when, he had to learn it during the Senate even, race even when they're wrong <laughs> about things yeah. I'm looking right. at RD yeah, and yeah, he's, that's right. he's, that's he's nodding sure. his head I remember <laughs> having you on and boy you were talking straight and you, what you were saying was true but you remember when we take a break I said I want to calm it down a little bit. <laughs> just telling you I want to calm that down a little bit yeah sometimes you might need to work with people that you don't sure. agree with everything That's right. on and i've sure. learned also that social issues like abortion and uh school choice and a lot of things that school affect our society incredible it is very important we need our money in arkansas to follow our students to the best school for the student instead of always going automatically to the public school so there's some important issues that affects the children and the families in arkansas and Sometimes if somebody wants to be a big government Republican and, and not be budget-minded, sometimes we need to be thankful that they are sometimes uh, people of morals that, that want to do the right thing socially. Sure, because yeah, there, there are people that are, that are bad wrong on one or two issues, and then they'll, they'll work with you on other issues. And so it's, it's, it's useful to not just totally burn bridges. All right, now, yeah. just so I can 
you know, be honest and transparent. I'm a nerd when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. I think all of us are here. You know, <laughs> I mean, I spend a lot of my time studying political things a lot, a lot. Enough that it gets brought up several times by my wife over time. And because uh, here's what I'll tell you. When you come to my house, I'm watching one or two channels. I'm watching a sports. Tonight, I'll be watching the National Collegiate championship in football i'll be watching georgia and and uh, alabama play but if that wasn't happening i'd be on channel i got direct tv i'd be on channel 360 that's fox news and i'd be watching what's going on 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 fox news that's what i'd be doing and so linda goes to the back of the bedroom we've got another big tv in the bedroom and she watches the show says she Let's watch. And let me tell you, they have nothing to do with She's watching the Hallmark Channel and you're no, watching it. No, she, she likes ghost hunters and all of that oh, stuff. So she spends cool. her time watching that stuff. So that's cool. Anyway, and I could care less. You know, once you die and you can't really have any effect, I don't care, you know, what you're doing over on the other side. I don't think but, it's that anyway. But we'll take a break. Let me take a break. I'll come back and pick this up on the other side. Uh, R.D. Opper's here. Paul Calvert's here. Dave Ellswick, power panel on a Monday. All right, back. Dave Ellswick's here. But I was just talking about what you watch on television versus what your wife wants to watch. And that's why we got the other big TV so she can go back in the bedroom and watch what she wants to watch because she, she's not a big football fan because that's not something she grew up with. She all, she grew up with the Cowboys. That's all. All right. I, I, when it came to college football, she would care less. Um, she knows who Roger Stallback is. Yeah, she knows who that <laughs> is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and 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 Randy White and and you know people like that. Uh, myself, I've been a sports nut since uh, the day I I was conceived. To be honest, and. Uh, my dad and I, that was what we did. If he was off on a Saturday by chance at Steel Mill, we'd sit and watch college football. On the, or, or we'd watch, if it was baseball, we'd watch the game of the week. Does everybody remember when you yeah. could only get one game of the mm-hmm. week on TV? And we, although we got WGN so we could watch the Cubs. All right, And uh, I wasn't a Bears fan. I was a Packer fan. So anyway... Uh, I've been a sports fan forever, and, and, I, and I've been involved in politics since I was uh, 15. At 16, I won uh, the Women's League of Voters uh, uh, essay contest on what was freedom and, and then Ooh. took off from there. All right. So you sent, you and, sent, and in a, you sent in a, 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 an essay, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And one, it was what? pretty cool. A one, you ought to dig it back you know? up and show it to some. Yeah, people. I should. I should read it. You know, but you, but you, you'd hear me read it, and it sounds a whole lot like my show today. <laughs> Can we I'm look it saying. up? Do you remember what year it was? That would have been in nine. That would have been somewhere in nineteen sixty-eight, maybe nineteen sixty-eight. What they, was it? Sixty-eight, sixty-nine. Television at that yeah. time. You know, you had to go and go to the public library and all of that stuff. So <laughs> anyway, that's. That's what, that's how, that's when imagine, I was getting involved. You imagine the difference in how we do research now with internet versus dude. Then. I know exactly what it was like. I, t- doing a talk show is easy now. It used to be hard. You had to go buy you what half a dozen newspapers. Yeah, I'd come in every morning 
uh, to do the show, and I had six newspapers sitting on the desk mm-hmm. waiting for me. I had to get to work at least three hours early and to start, start going through and seeing what start, people were saying and things of that start, nature. Start digging through that 30 pounds of newspapers. Yep. And, <laughs> that's, and that's the way it worked. And wow. it's really, we've, we've worked hard uh, on trying to have our elected officials on. Uh, I was I was able back in the 90s to start getting that on a, on a, a low, you know a normal basis i had on our our congressman from indiana uh during that time on wednesdays with mm-hmm. me and of course we've continued that here we do that here as well you always hear uh congressman hill and congressman westerman because you deserve to hear that senators are a little bit more difficult to get on uh typically but uh, senator bozeman's been on senator cotton's been on mm-hmm. and uh uh, they come on when there's something they think is sure. really, really important that sure. they need to be on and talk about. So anyway. And we used to broadcast live at the Capitol, and we'd have all kinds of legislators Man, on just kind of all day long. And it's kind of hard when you go on at you six, know, o'clock, six o'clock, o'clock in the morning because right. they're yeah, still in bed. They haven't even brushed their teeth right. and shaved Yeah, that, it kind of changed the, the opportunity for the show. Yeah, with but we're gonna, I will let you know that this year uh, we're going back, something we didn't get to do two years ago. We will, Well, no, I take that back. We did do it two years ago because – my foot was in a cast at that point. Uh, we'll be at the uh, Capitol on the day everybody signs, signs up, up for election. Because here's the key. I can say such and such a person is going to run for such and such an office. Until they pay the Until they fee. put their filing fee down. They're not running for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's that simple. Uh, and the filing fees are not cheap. No, they're not. Uh, some of them are pretty stinking expensive. This Doyle year. Webb did a uh, a big job of raising those fees. We, you know, it used to be that we were like the Democrats. You had to go out and beg somebody hmm. to, to, show, to run, to and run. so they wouldn't charge them anything at times. Now you want to run as a Republican, you're going to pay going to pay your dues. Right. Well, and it's it's, it's essentially when you run with a party, you're getting ballot access. Yes. If you don't run with a party, you have to you have to got to get the signatures. Right. Got to get the signatures. Did uh, in the last gubernatorial race, did the uh, um, Libertarian Party get enough? I think think they did. Yeah, I think they usually do. um, One of the things it it may be ten thousand signatures. It's quite a bit. It is. It's actually quite a bit. I think. But I think the and it's the same thing about. You got to have so many from every county. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened with that. So the legislature passed a law, I think, and um, they made it more difficult. They did, but the problem is, so I, so I think it, actually somebody took it to court and won, and actually got it thrown out mm. because they they were claiming that it was um, too hard, draconian. Or, or it was unconstitutional that's in good. some way. I'm glad they did it. Well, and it's 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 one of those things that it's it's a little bit. I mean, just because you can put down, you can say, I want to run for governor. I don't think that you should be able to be involved in uh, debates and things of that nature. I think that you should show that you got some support. Well, and, and the, the debates should just, those are just whoever decides to let you in on, on those private debates. But the but the um, the ballot access is a, is a different issue. And I think it's a, it's a little bit weird already that we don't, that the state even recognizes parties at all. And, um and then if you're not part of a party, you have to collect so, so many well, I signatures. don't find it weird. The parties run the government. No, that, yeah, right. Well, you're, you're right there. <laughs> That's but it's, pretty well. No, right. You're, and you're, the governor you're runs right. the party. Yes. Well, you're, you're, you're right on that. But it's, it's, it's a little bit. <laughs> Too many times. To some extent, though, it's, it, I, I would be okay with making every candidate for office collect signatures. 
if they want to get on the ballot and just treat everybody equally and, and don't even allow the party to be on the ballot at all and just make everybody independent. I, I would be okay with Not that. me. I don't, want, I don't yeah. want that. No. You, you no, want to make, know. I've already, I've, you want to put the I'm already tired of it, of how they've gone out there mm-hmm. and made everything you know, non-party non-party driven, you have you know. a platform well, and, for and, a reason. And, and, I'm, and I'm you okay. want to know where some people stand on the platform. Yeah, right. The Democrats, they stick their platform pretty, pretty good. Right. Well, I, I don't go so, with them being part of the party. I, I just, I just don't know that it's, it's such a, it's it, even really appropriate from an ethical standpoint to put it on the ballot itself. People need to do a little more research on I who agree. they're voting for, of course, but, uh, and, but just because somebody has an R on their name doesn't mean that, right. that they are, Right. That they believe in small government and more money in your pocket. Yeah, it's like when they're running for for a mayor sure. of, let's say, Cabot. All <laughs> sure. right. I would like to know, you know, and you hear them say certain things, but they don't have any kind of principles that they stand behind. Sure. I'm conservative. Yeah, what, uh, I don't like that. Conservative compared to what? No, I don't. I don't right. think the one he's talking about even said that. Conservative no, socialist. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. He may no, he was saying, "I'm not Bill Cipher." <laughs> That's what he was saying. Yeah, and no. he yeah, and he was more conservative. No, but but to your but, point, but somewhat. To, but to your point, Artie, about just just looking on the ballot and saying, well, he's got an R beside his name or a D beside his name, and I'm going to vote for them. I think something would be actually kind of interesting is to make people write the name in, and so it's not a multiple choice type of situation. And so if if you don't know Boy, the name of the candidate, yeah, we go from three percent of people voting to you know a half a percent of people well, voting because people well, pe- but, but people you know, don't it, even know the ba- the people don't know the ballot. But then you're right, then you're, even, you're you know you're discriminating against the people, people who don't, who don't know, know how to read. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. I mean well, that, that would be brought up in court. Believe well, me. If, well, you could you could. I, you could require the the vote counters to actually be generous with the um, with those of us who can't spell. Well, yeah. that won't that won't happen either. Uh, can you can you imagine the craziness that would go on there? Well, if you have two letters misplaced, then it doesn't count. But if right. you have one letter misplaced, you, yeah, that would count. Right. No, yeah, I don't want to go it, there. It would be kind of messy. We already did hanging chats. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't we don't want to go back to that, but. You know, as I said, after I've been more involved in politics for a longer period of time, I am seeing that social issues are more important than I got than money. You know, I really got involved really because you know they were trying to take too much money out of business. They're trying to take my freedom to buy my own insurance for my employees Mm -hmm. and have a competitive advantage over my competitors because I had insurance and my competitors didn't. And so the governor got involved and said, we're just going to take everybody's money and give everybody insurance, mm-hmm. which is socialism and, sure. and takes away your competitive advantage. But right. when you get to looking into the issues like abortion, which we tried to look into the abortion issue on the last session, and they weren't allowed to because, uh, right. you know, they had the bill. No Texas bills in Arkansas. Stealing the limelight from... From what was going on at from the, the governor's time. tax uh, cut, so yeah. uh, so anyway, so after watching stuff like that and being more involved, yeah, I'm seeing that you know social issues for Arkansas is more important than financial well, issues. Social issues, we are would issues. like to see smaller government and more money in our pockets, but you know what they're teaching in our schools and brainwashing our kids in public schools is more important than the budget. So sure. we've got to get you know, godly well, principles and a foundation of what right and wrong is back in our 
public school system. Well, and, and I, don't, I don't even want it to necessarily... Ain't going to happen. Right. I don't necessarily even... I, I, don't, don't, I don't trust the government to teach morals because they will get it wrong. Well, the there's reality, only one source. <laughs> I just watch I yeah. just watch Washington, D.C., and it tells me they're going to teach us morals. That's not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I don't want government to teach children morals because they will get it wrong. They can't even get, they can't even get the question um, correct about boys and girls. And so I, I don't trust them to to teach morality and and to some extent i think you're right the the financial side of politics is not as big of a deal as the morality side of politics or the social issues i would rather them keep the money they're taking from me and set it on fire than some of the stuff they're doing with that money the money the stuff they're doing with that money is so incredibly destructive socially and morally but even if they're not going to even if they're going to continue taking it from me I don't care. I do care, but I don't care as much as I would. I would rather them stop doing what they're doing with the money. Set Whoa, it on fire. You know, we can dream, Paul. Build playgrounds. And, and, and whatever. I'm it not is. beating you up. But Waste you, it. Your pie in the sky <clears throat> perfection, right. uh, Of what it would be in Paul's world. In right. Paul's world, would be a wonderful thing, and sure. I agree with you. <laughs> but we have to come back to Planet Arkansas, right. And look at where we're at right now. And right. Shoot, we just got to come down to Planet right. United States, <laughs> right? And they're teaching small. Children that God didn't create the heaven and the earth that right. we all came from a bowl of soup and sure. Uncle Ralph third removed was a squirrel. Sure, and so and, and uh, with that as a foundation, having yeah. an alternative in the schools to where a teacher will not be called out or fired if they teach that they believe that God created the heaven and the earth. We need an umbrella for teachers can teach what they want to teach and have an alternative without losing their jobs and that's That'll the get umbrella next that we year. have some hope some hope of giving teachers the ability to be able to teach mm-hmm. what they want to teach without but, losing their and, jobs and i understand where you're coming from there and it's, it's this the, and i think what your your point about the the fact that, that when they're when they're teaching children and they're establishing a foundation that well uncle ralph came from a squirrel or Uncle Ralph was a squirrel, whatever the point is, then then if that is your foundation for general ideology, then what what difference does it make if um, if F- Epstein Island is a thing? Because the is fact that, is that, that what does it matter? What does it matter if Uncle Ralph was a squirrel? Because if there's no moral foundation, then what is morality? It's just... Yeah, how about, how about life? What's life worth? Sure. What's what, life what does it worth? matter? I mean, there's no foundation. That's the foundation this country was built on. We're losing the foundation of our country. Mm -hmm. We're losing our foundation of morals. Mm -hmm. If we don't get that back, I don't see what else matters. All right, got to take a break. Getting too serious here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Oh, careful there. Did your chair just break? Yeah, I think I overweighed the chair. (laughs) (laughs) That means you got to get in shape again, brother. Uh, All right. Uh, If you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline of the U.S. dollar, then you're probably like a lot of other people. You're uh, thinking about maybe investing in some silver and gold to protect your nest egg. Uh, Don't let 1970-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, IRA, 401k, hard-earned savings, by calling 501-222-3315. The folks at David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you can get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501 
501-222-3315. Again, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, eight minutes until seven. Let's talk a little bit about what happened Friday. Uh, Friday, the Supreme Court came together and heard uh, the arguments dealing with does the federal government have the right to tell businesses that, uh, you know, they get more than 100 people employed, that they must uh, inoculate their workers. And if you don't get inoculated, they can take your job away from you. I mean, this was OSHA uh, was going to do. Well, there was enough courts that got involved that uh, it was a stay was basically put on it, and they couldn't move forward until the Supreme Court rules on it. Well, the Supreme Court heard the arguments, and I sat there and listened to them. Uh, they went almost four hours long. Wow. It was amazing that it took them four hours to get through some of the arguments on should they be able to take your rights away and inject you with something, hmm. uh, and it only took them as, as two con- hours. As to a kind condition of, fi- of making a living. Yeah, to figure right. out, uh, you know, about abortion. They only talked two serious? hours for that. Roe versus Wade was two hours of debate. Yep. And Are you serious? That's it. Yeah. It was very good. I'll tell you that much. It was good. And it sure showed that the the left, who believes that there should be no law against abortion, uh, are lost. Absolutely lost. And uh, they oh, really they really serious? had a problem when they got into, you know, the whole thing about uh, should it be six, should it be, you know, two months, should it be four months, you know, that whole arbitrary thing about well, it when is life like, well, I, yeah. you and I see well, and right the, the fact same that it was only a couple hours might actually be a good, a good, um, well, they blew that whole thing. argument up. Well, and that's the thing is that, that, that you know, <laughs> that's a bad argument. Well, well of course you know, it is stupid. When you have a, st- a bad argument, it's hard to sure. win a bad yeah. argument. Sure. And so that, that might be an, an encouraging thing is that if it's, if it's a short argument, because a lot of, a lot of really truly principled th- ideas they don't take a long time to argue well i'm I'm hoping the argument i thought they did and uh just looking at just sitting there and listening to it bottom line i'm hoping that what the supreme court will say on that decision is it goes back to the states Mm -hmm. and they make up their own minds the way it was before well because it's it's, it's patently absurd to suggest that the federal that the u.s constitution has any um well, statements they, they made it out of whole abortion. cloth yeah it, it's they a manufacturer brennan brennan just pulled out okay six months you know i mean he just pulled it out of thin air it's just a manufactured idea of that oh you have the right to kill your children that's absurd but let's talk about pulling something out of thin air because if you listened and even Obviously. if you didn't you probably have heard this about soda my air <laughs> and what happened one of the the justices who got on there and started preaching mm. Uh, her gospel about, uh, you know, like Omicron and, uh, you know, COVID and did we have the right to give people, you know, vaccinations. First thing she said that was wrong. If you're vaccinated, you can't give the disease to anybody else. You can't get it. You can't give it. BS. We know now that you can get it and we know that even if you've been vaccinated, you can still give it. Right. So apparently that somebody. might have been true with smallpox, but well, well we're, talk, we're not right. talking smallpox. No, we're talking I know. Omicron. All right. The last no, we're we're talking but COVID. That, but, that might, but, but that I'm just saying this is what right. she said. All right, which was false, 
absolutely false. And then turned around and said, well, we got to get everybody vaccinated because our children are suffering. Suffering. There's only over 100,000 children in that are infected, infected mm. with COVID. They're in the hospital. They're on ventilators, blah, blah, blah. None of that is true. Mm. They actually did some research on it. And the most that they can come up with is 3,500. And out of that 3,500, they don't know how many of them had COVID when they went to the hospital or went to the hospital because of something else were tested and found out they were asymptomatic and had COVID. What what number did she say? Hundreds of thousands. thousand. So 100,000 or 3,500. Yes. That's a little off. Yeah, just a little. little. That's a little off. Now, here's what has really stunned me is that she has said nothing about that. Since then, since then, to, has, to, to she's not herself. she's not defended herself. She's not said I was wrong. Nothing. She just lets it stand, and that shouldn't yeah. happen. You know, we see that at the state capitol and committee meetings all the time. At a committee meeting, when they're getting ready to take a vote, uh, you can say anything you want to. They're going to vote in about five minutes, and there's not really enough time to debate and you well, if you're not, if you're all not those people sitting up, on the committees are experts <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the truth is irrelevant it's the perception there's five minutes of perception before the vote and really the truth is uh, you know a guy up north arkansas was real nice to me one time and said rd when we go in committee meeting we already know how everybody's going to vote you know the debate for the most part yeah, there's been yeah, times yeah, that they've yeah, done yeah, surprise. Yeah. So, you know, the debate is, is, is a show. They already told us how we're going to vote before we get there. So basically what it's telling me, if you want to affect policy, you better start a year before the vote. Don't start, well, you know, or, two or, or three weeks before or, the vote or show up. You better right, be involved or, 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 in it a long time. Or make a call to your, to your representatives beforehand. And it, it, yeah, it, it does make a difference right. talking to them. But a lot of times sitting down at the table and talking in the committee, it, it may not make a lot of difference. As, yeah. as a state senator a democrat state senator i might add told me committee is where bills go to die <laughs> all right and you don't hear a lot of truth I, I mean the only reason that came to mind is there's just all these times i've heard outlandish things that people will say before the committee's getting ready to vote that has no no substance to it or no facts to it at all yeah. just to try to give the perception when we come, when we come back, we we'll talk a little bit about school choice. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into that because I tell you what, if I had a kid in Chicago right now, I want those teachers not paid that shut the schools down. I, I, I want to bring that up to you as well when we mm-hmm. get back. So, Dave Ellswick show. It's a Monday. Got a lot of more things to talk about. R.D. Hopper's here. Paul Calvert's here. I'm here. You're here. Thanks for joining us. More in a moment. We're back. 
we got a lot of things still to talk about all right we talked about a lot of things in the first hour if you missed it uh go back to uh you know our uh facebook.com slash dave ellswick show and uh, watch it and hear what we had to say and what we were discussing because i think there was a lot there was a lot if not complete truth in that first hour what we were talking about and we're going to do the same thing this hour as we're back with you on uh, a monday power panels in rd hoppers here paul calvert's here first time they've been in uh since uh 2021 back now in 2022 and i gotta tell you they came in loaded for bear today (laughs) they were ready they they, they've been holding it back you know waiting to have their chance to get back on on the air here on the dave ellswick show now we've got another big topic yeah we got another big time there's there's huge topics out there to talk about with you guys i i can go back a couple of days or even a couple weeks and bring the topics back up to you we can do talk about last thursday it was the sixth oh man that's a good one all right january 6th take us back uh you know 20 uh 21 and everybody you know they had the problems that they had at the capitol you would have thought that it was the you know complete uh the french revolution and the russian revolution combined happened uh, at the capitol building they came in with hand grenades and m16s yeah absolutely trying to burn the capitol down yeah and even the, though I, I don't approve of it no course, I, don't I don't either approve of it at all i i have said but that don't make and it, said it when it happened it's not well right the democrats <laughs> saw a crack that they could use and try to do something about it and uh and and use it it's just it's the whole rom manual thing that we've talked about before uh, about when you see something happen and you take advantage of it and uh, that's what they're trying to do i mean they have pivoted off of january 6th to say that republicans tried to overthrow the duly elected federal government of the united states okay that's what that's their that's your story and they're sticking to it i mean i got to give them credit uh, they probably went to the global school of, uh, of lies. That's what they did. Tell a lie big enough, long enough, and people will believe it. See, people won't believe a small lie because they can quickly disprove it. But if the lie is big enough, they'll say, well, that, yeah, that, that's possible. It's like the people who said the United States government blew up the Twin Towers. And there's people out there who still believe it. Even though you can go up and you can talk to people who build this kind of stuff and say, uh, no, uh, yeah, the, the fuel could have got hot enough that it gave out the integrity of the building. You know, they could have come out and said, you know, this country needs to come together. We need to be one nation under God. We need to work together. What did I just say about Rahm Emanuel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. The Democrats are not going to mention God. I just kind of threw that out there. But you I know. know that was kind of being like Paul. That was a pie in the sky kind of thing. <laughs> okay. there, well, you had your bit. eyes crossed, your fingers crossed, and your toes crossed when you said so, that. So Democrats are not going to bring up God, but they could have come together. I mean, you know, everybody hoped that after Barack Obama was elected and served his time that the country would be more united when Barack Obama came out and was put together. But let me tell you, Barack Obama is a peacemaker compared to these two. I mean, Obama would at least say that we need to come together and he would 
he would give a speech that would make you think that he was trying to bring the two sides together to put America first. But let me tell you, Biden and Harris, they are just flat well, out trying to divide this Heidi, country. Heidi, do hey Heidi, do we still have do do we still have the uh, that piece from uh, Harris in her speech? Do we still have that on in our computer? She's looking to see if it's there. I just play it for everybody, so you can. It's the reason that I came out on on Friday and said I'd never vote for a Democrat again. All right, and 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 I haven't voted for one in forever we do have it here she is certain dates echo throughout history including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars but a place in our collective memory december 7th 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Let me just ask you, when you talk to your friends and neighbors, are they talking about January 6th, 2021? I can guarantee you. On December 7th, 1944, they were still talking about 1941. It's, it's cr- this is craziness to say that kind of stuff. That woman cannot be let get into the Oval Office. Oh, my God. It's just scary. She's scary to me. Oh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. They're just trying to make something up. They're de- trying to demonize. You know, fifty percent of the people in, in the they country, voted. yeah, trying to demonize them, and they're trying to divide this country instead of, of bringing everybody together. Everybody who voted for Trump, if you listen, if you listen closely to what the president said after that speech, he gave a speech. He sees you as a traitor to the United States. That's what he sees. He sees you as a traitor. Look, it didn't take him long after Obama got elected remember the uh former uh, uh governor of arizona where she tagged all of us who served in the military as possible terrorists i'll never forget well, that what did hillary say we were uh the deplorable deplorables that's right i used to have they a, still a, a believe bag. that and worse well, and it is a pretty serious thing to force your way into the capitol building but but to compare that to Nine eleven. That's a uh, foreign powers. That, that's it's it's. Uh, it depends it, on what it, you. It, it's it's people being out of it's being unruly. But to to say that it was an invasion or a or, or like a try, it wasn't an insurrection take, because nobody was even charged well, with it insurrection. It was an organized attack. It was an organized attack. If you're going to attack the U.S. government, you're going to do it unarmed. You're going to go in. Well, they had some people had guns. All right. But okay. It's not like everybody no. had a, you know, an AK uh, 47 uh, automatic 12 gauge rifle. You know, that's not what happened. And there was no. only one person who got shot. And that person didn't have a gun and got shot by the Capitol Police. And, and so, you, so you've got you've got a, a situation where it's it, it wasn't uh, um, a. Um, it, it, 
it obviously wasn't an attempt to take over the government. I think it's, it was. It was three hundred people don't carry out a, a coup. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I mean, the absurdity is ridiculous. And then they have the cast from Hamilton mm. to sing a song. You know about it? Yeah. I, but, come on, folks. You yeah, got to be able to see through this. You got to be able to see through what they're trying to do. But who, what is everybody talking? Are they talking about January sixth? No. They're talking about you're paying almost $3 a gallon for, for gas here in Arkansas, uh, that you're going to the store and you're starting to see empty shelves mm-hmm. because they can't get the products to the sure. market. And then when they do get the products to the market, you can't believe how much they're charging you for the products in the market. Mm-hmm. I've got people yep. calling, you know, a salvage yard for like brake pads for 2021 and oh, 2020. Boy pickups because they can't get get brake pads for their brand new truck wow for their brand new truck that's crazy they they, people sitting out in the ocean and and the sad things it's not only sitting out in the ocean i talked to a transmission shop the other day that i've done business with for over 35 years and they said that that they're buying parts trying to order parts uh from detroit and the parts are on the shelves but it takes a week they to can't pull get them, them here. off the shelves to get them to the shipping department because they don't have people working in the wow. warehouse. Wow. We got more to talk about. That's crazy. Don't run away. There's a lot more to talk about. If you want to get in and talk ship? with us, 8230965. Wow. I mean, seriously, is, is January 6th on your mind or yeah. is the cost of gas more on your mind? I think maybe the no, no, cost I, of gas. Yeah, I start figuring yeah, Jan, it out. January 6th. Believe seems, how much money I'm paying. January 6th seems more like a, a, a small temper tantrum. Among a few people that that probably needed a spanking. How about if and, you're um, going to lose your job today because you won't take a shot? That's or, right. Is yeah. that on your mind? That's right. Look, I've been, I've been, uh, I got both the COVID and then I got the booster, but that was my own choice, and I believe that's the way it should be. And if you didn't get one, I don't care. It's that's your health, not mine. Just the way it is. Kind of the way I look about God, you know, and about people sinning. I don't have to sit there and tell them that they're sinning. They know that they're sinning, and they're the ones going to have to answer for it. It says freedom. Is that what your hat says? That's what it says. Freedom. freedom. Absolutely. We want some of it back. All right. East End Towing yeah. wants you to know you got the freedom to choose whoever you want to to come out and tow your car if car breaks down. But you'll get a better job out of East End Towing. They belong to the Arkansas Towing Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. I would never let anyone touch my car that wasn't insured because if something goes bad and getting money for the, the damage might be difficult and every one of their trucks are permitted they know about private property tows they know how to handle vehicles and here's the other thing they know what happens to uh, to you if you call to have your car towed and you got your you got your boat behind it or you got your camper behind it what do you what do you do then they'll know they'll help you out East End Towing is a person that has the information, and no matter what the situation, they can handle it, and they've got the answers. Give them a call, 501-888-8849, 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. It's me, Dave Ellswick. I'm with you every day, Monday through Friday, except when it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we get into all these discussions because, you know, you need to be I know you don't have time to do like I do and spend my time in front of Fox and, and, and all kinds of websites and 
reading what uh, this person said and that person said and you know all of my sources that i've developed over the 21 years that i've been here in uh in arkansas in fact 39 years that i've been in talk radio you know i've i've got a lot of of sources and uh, some of them are dying off now to be honest with you but uh you don't have time to do that i do that's my job that's what i try to do that's why i try to keep you up on uh, on what's going on and uh, i try to keep you up to date a lot on what's going on here in the state for the simple uh fact of the matter what happens in the state you can have some impact on to stop it right we can talk to the individual legislators themselves and we do and we do that a lot it's it's we have uh, i think all of us all three of us here have have we have personal relationships with these guys we know them personally we have their cell phone numbers i know rd Um, does and i know paul does because i've seen him go up and talk to him yeah we we talk to these people and and we've we've known them for years at this point and so we have some now i will i will admit that when they go up talk to paul when paul walks up to him they'll turn their back on him no i'm just i'm just <laughs> i'm just kidding it's a joke okay right. it's just uh, a joke sometimes they might want to but but no they'll usually talk usually, usually they're pretty they're pretty good and they'll come on the air they will sometimes sometimes, yeah. sometimes they sometimes. won't look we got cooper on i mean when he was at the height of people not being not able not him appreciating him at all he came yeah, he, on now i'd be a, I'll, I'll tell you he came on wanting to talk about cutting hair and but got, we got him off of it talking about the big mm-hmm. issues that were out there and uh he proved himself to be a bad candidate well it was and then, he, had, he had a good bill for the barber thing that he gave it up it was it was um it was, it was it was going to make it illegal to cut hair without a license i think or something of that effect oh god that, that we would yeah. actually allow people right. To cut hair if you think that they're good enough to cut your hair? Imagine that. Can, can you imagine the, the audacity of, of R.D. Hopper paying me $5 to cut his hair without without me having a license? That should just totally be a crime. That's scary because that, we used to do that all the time in this country. That's insane. But which is people would my, didn't my, used to pay fifty dollars for a haircut. Uh, <laughs> Imagine no, eight hundred and something dollars. Remember Clinton when he held mm. up the airplane for the airline so much at the in the California wait because he's getting the haircut. Wow, you remember that? Yeah, and I forget how yeah. much that that was a very expensive haircut. Uh, that's all I know. Well, anyway, uh, that's freedom, going back again. Freedom, but yeah. he but he had a good he had a good a good idea there. Then he dropped it and I let it go, and it, I, it was. That was a but all these other ideas like uh, you know health care for all yeah, was Senator not Cooper. such a good yeah. Senator Cooper from Jonesboro yeah, that got elected and run against Obamacare in the Arkansas health care exchange. And the first yeah. thing he did was vote for it when he got in the office. Yeah, he wasn't educated whenever he was running, but when he showed up the Capitol, <laughs> what he, he was said. told what to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got there and he says, well, you know, the, they gave me a bunch of uh, information that I wasn't privy to. And I'm like, then why did you run if you knew you were stupid about something? <laughs> Well, the number the number one issue at that time. Well, I mean, there's a novel thing about listening to the people that voted for you and the people of your district. I mean, it's almost like you're well, supposed and, to and represent them. So part of the deal is if if you don't go in with a solid set of principles, if you're kind of soft and and squishy to begin with, then the fact is lobbyists are a lot of times are good at their jobs. That there's a oh, reason yeah. why big corporations will pay them money 
to um, try to convince legislators to vote one they way They don't or the pay other. them the big bucks if they can't deliver. Or they won't pay them anything at all. Hey, because th- the fact goes, is, if you're not effective, why would they pay you anything? That, hey, that goes for elected officials. What you guys just <laughs> said about lobbyists is the same thing about donations for elected official. If you're an elected official and you can't enact change at the Capitol, you will not be getting any corporate donations. Oh, sure. So I mean, it's, if it's, you're going to be holding higher now, office. Now, let's make sure that they understand that. If you hold an elective office and they've been and somebody has been giving you money from a you know from a business or whatever because maybe there's a piece of legislation coming up if what you do doesn't help derail that you won't get more money even if you worked against the bill you have to be effective you got yeah you got to deliver yeah, results you got to deliver results and in order to deliver to deliver results you have to be a part of the establishment, whichever one it is at the time. I'm not pointing fingers, but you have to be a part of the group that has the most power. And, but let's, and, I, and I don't want to just discourage some of the legislators out there who really are pretty good at at at, at standing up. And it's too late for that. Well, but well, there's but the, but the thing is though that, that some of these guys just because you're not towing the line and you're not getting the big corporate donations from some of these um, giant organizations it doesn't mean you can't win your elections because well, yeah. th- there are some there are some out there that are still pretty stinking principal uh, and they yeah, still get elected yeah. and that they don't get a lot of bills passed though do they paul that that may be true <laughs> but the but the uh, but the thing but is they, they do still have an, have an influence they I do agree. still get elected sometimes because the fact is that voters will often have respect for men of principle Amen. even yeah. even um even though they may not always be super effective. Um, I agree. And I think, like, one of my favorites is Richard Womack. You know, he probably doesn't get gigantic corporate sponsors. But the fact is that, you know what, he's, he's one of the best legislators down there from a, from a principled standpoint. Two of them. And, 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 um, and, and he's working on some legis- he's, he's he worked on some legislation this past session. He got some stuff passed. How about the two guys from Heber? Heber always sends some good guys down there. Like, you got uh, Patton. Or Peyton, Peyton, John Peyton, Peyton. and who else? <laughs> um, Peyton uh, Miller. Yeah, yeah. Miller's from Josh there. Miller. Problem um, is, you know, Josh Miller. I love Josh Miller because Josh too. Miller believes in freedom. But you get with Josh, and you know, a lot of times, and I'm, I'm glad that he runs his bills. But he even knows when he runs them. He's he got one bill back. passed, and it had to do with disability. So he, I think he got a bill passed, and but I think Josh Miller has to be respected by oh, everybody. I do. I no respect matter. him a lot because he stands for what's right. You know, there's some people, and uh, we've got one from Conway. I mean, from Cabot. That we have a representative from Romance, Arkansas. I can't think of names this morning. Um, he's a red-haired fella. Yeah, what's from his Romance. name? Um, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. No, it's name. not Joe from Joe's Garage. Nope. No, it's, no, he's. Um, but that's anyway, right. I hope he's I not he, listening. I think, he even, ho- I think he's even a homeschool dad. But I can't. he is. He I is know who you're talking about, though. He's, but uh, he's highly, uh, he's highly, highly respected. And the thing about it is, people with principles, you can bring up a bill and say, "This is the bill, and this is what it stands for." And you can say, "Well, I know where Josh Miller's going to stand on that." Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, you can say, "Well, hey, I know where Senator Clark's going to stand on yeah. that." I know where these Kim people, Hammer or some of the other guys, yeah, some of them. But you know. 
on this last session i was a little i was a little disappointed in a few of them on this last special session but uh right with with the with the bill that jason raper was trying to bring up to to save a few more babies from being killed yeah that's it it was disappointing to see how many legislators that decided well we'd rather go home and and go Christmas shopping. But there's some principal guys up there that you know where they're going to be 99% of the time. Sure, you're right. I'll give you that. Bill O'Reilly is next here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and then I'll be back with Artie Hopper and Paul Calvert. We'll continue on with the show here on a Monday. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Glad you joined us. 25 minutes until 8 o'clock. Okay, tomorrow we'll have the uh, female power panel on. They'll be joining us. We're looking forward, and we're having a nurse come on tomorrow to talk about the shortage in nurses oh, right man. now. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow, uh, and yeah, I uh, I'll guarantee you we're going to about that issue. We're going to we're going to record that so that you can for sure go back and listen. I'm going to tell you what: if you're out there and you're thinking about a career, get into nursing. They need thousands of them. I, I Senator think I, Clark had a good post about the nurse situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend, so not I, good. I'll afford it to. Yeah, I think my mom was telling me about. I think one of my cousins is a is a doctor up in Massachusetts. Here, I think I think they were saying that that they were encouraging the staff to come on in, even with they had COVID. Oh well, yeah, that's Be, because they need that's people. happened nationally because they're, they're needing they're needing the people to show up, and they'll I think they'll put them on a COVID ward to work, but they're actually encouraging them to come in, even when they've tested positive. Yep. Well, they're not sure if they're they have symptoms or they're asymptomatic. It's right. getting well, to the, the point that they don't know. One hundred percent either. And I think, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, and let me apologize to Cameron Cooper, our representative from <laughs> County, to, to start with, and White County. Yes, Cameron, Cameron I'm sorry. <laughs> I could, we couldn't we, remember, we could remember your name, name, Cameron, and you do a good job. Thank you. But uh, Senator Clark had a, had a good post, and I'll forward it to you guys this weekend about. The nursing and the doctor situation and the the truth is they're over testing uh is is what i think was his point of his post is they're not testing doctors as much as they're testing nurses because they need doctors no uh, more right. but you know if you can test and get two weeks off whether you're sick or not people are testing even if they don't have symptoms and if they come up positive then you get yeah, two weeks you, you get two not, weeks paid you, vacation you, you cannot be even showing a symptom of omicron and take a test and it says you got it it says yeah, you got I it think so, so now over, you got to stay away for five days they're over testing the situation yeah so anyway it's where we're at of course the president has said don't know where he's going to get all the tests was it uh was it five million five hundred fifty million i forget what the exact uh number was that they're gonna they're gonna send tests in the mail to everybody as many people as they can take wow. a test at home Sure, you're sick. What's the? There's people lined right. up to take tests. I was talking well, to they a made nurse. It necessary. And said they, got, they got 200. They got 200 yards line at the hospital. Uh, 200 yards of line of people lined up for testing. I don't know. And they've got to because if they want to get on an airplane, in some mm-hmm. cases, they got to show that they've been tested. Oh, if they're traveling within so some tw- of it's within 24 hours. I didn't think about that. Yeah, uh, I thought they was all just trying to get a couple of weeks off or something. Yeah, you, you want your kid. You want your kid to go to school or whatever. You got to go get a test. Uh-oh. Of course, that doesn't matter. Like in Chicago, where I personally. And I wanted to bring this up to you guys, and I will in a second, but i got to talk about PI roofing. But the bottom line is I wish the uh, mayor of Chicago would do like President Reagan did 
when the air traffic controllers didn't show fire up for them. fire them fire. absolutely fire. they broke their contract fire them all right we'll talk about it in a moment works for me. pi roofing don't forget about pi roofing they'll take good care of man over this weekend if you had a leak in your in your roof you got water in your house there's just no doubt about it i don't know about the rest of you but it was coming down in biblical proportions on saturday i mean it was literally running down the road outside my house it looked like i had waves on the on the street the rain was coming down so so heavily and yesterday you couldn't go out i was going to go out and pull up the sign that said you know candlelight ceremony at over at uh, my church and i dared not do it because it was so messy and sloppy to get out there out i'm not going to walk out there and slip and fall and get all nasty i'm not just going to do i'm not going to do that i know i'm a wuss all right but no i'm not going to do that i'll do it today but anyway pi roofing with all this rain we've had and in many areas i know around cabot we had hail nickel sized hail uh that may have done some damage to your roof you need to have somebody come out and check it out i'm going to have pi roofing look at mine because we had hail uh this this weekend pi roofing 707 or com. so what do you guys think i i i excuse me they fire i say i say fire them fire them all i think they should go for it and i you know they broke their contract sure i i think it's so as many of y'all know i i would like to see public schools shut down i really think homeschooling is the way to go COVID 19 has 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 really helped out that idea so many people have been homeschooling now and government schools are shutting down all over the place i think that's kind of cool however (laughs) i i do find it um Kind of silly. All these teachers want to shut down the schools because they're not safe. They're not safe. Whatever. But so the solution to that, or one of the solutions to that, is the school choice idea. The idea of give parents the just let the parents give them a voucher, whatever it is. Give them, give them, write them a check, and let them let them um, homeschool their kids or send them to a private school, whatever whatever the case may be. Get these kids out of these socialist indoctrination centers that are teaching them to be confused about whether or not they're boys or girls. Well, my question, though, is not even that. My question is, how much money do they need? I mean, they're talking about that in the school systems, a lot of teachers and administrators are saying, yeah, you gave us, uh, you know, a gazillion dollars, but that's not enough to change all of the filters and and change the filtration (laughs) systems of our heating and cooling systems. Uh, to be able to have a, a company come in uh, at the end of the day and, and spray down the hallways and everything to destroy this, uh, this virus and stuff. So it's not safe to go to school to teach, nor is it safe for the students to go uh, to school. And so we're, we're going to shut down the schools. I mean, in Chicago, they did that. There's like 5,000 schools that are closed right now. Wow. And I'm not saying that that's not a per se is a bad bad idea because look during flu season mm-hmm. sometimes we shut schools down for a couple of days sure. not to treat the inside of the school sometimes just to kind of slow the stop the spread to, yeah just to get the kids away from each other mm-hmm. to try to break the uh the chain yeah you know, what's going on and uh, they uh and i can see that happening but i don't understand well we're shutting it down for you know the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get that. That's just not going to work. They know it's not going to work. But I guess if you can get it 
get it done, then that's the way you should do it. Sometimes you wonder, you know, the schools get, what, $7,500 a year, I think, the last oh, time I heard. Oh, it's a whole like, lot more than that. Like it's $7, a lot $7, But if you get that, then you do the uh, <clears throat> online school. And you just talk to some teachers in Arkansas, Pulaski County, and you ask them how prepared they are to do online school. Now, there's some private schools that's been doing online schools. And you for you a talk long to time. Pulaski Academy, and a teacher over there teaches physics for 21 years because he wouldn't wear a mask. Got fired. Wow. Well, uh, and so then they that, told the kids stay home. So what could you do? Yeah. I, I bet you in Arkansas right now. I don't know what the actual numbers are. Years ago, I think it was eleven thousand per student on average but i bet you with all the covid money and everything like that, i bet you it's oh 15, my lord i bet you it's fifteen thousand per it may student be, per it year. may be more maybe maybe closer to 20 what could you and i do with 20 kids if they were paying us fifteen thousand a head it's a yeah. pile of money that's three hundred thousand dollars a year but the money needs to follow the children where they can but, get their best education and public schools <laughs> and compete and compete. like and like most programs and Say government program. I'm just telling you, this happens to all of them. And they and uh, for instance, the uh, money that came out at the beginning of last year over a trillion dollars, mm. they can't account for where the money went. They can't. They can't <laughs> account for where your money went. They don't know how it's being spent. Well, you know, it, it's too. It's too much to track. Well, both yeah, sides, you're right. It is. Both sides always say that we're going to cut out the corruption and make government more efficient. There is only one way to cut out corruption and make government more efficient. Put less money in it. And that, that's, that's cut a, it. That, that's, make it smaller. That would help an awful lot. But you know, they talk about, well, we're going to get rid of waste, fraud, and abuse. Well, the, you know, one of the good ways to get rid of waste, fraud, and abuse is to fire a whole bunch of these people. Well, shrink the size of government. Shrink them. When they've got starve the government. When, when they've got so many bureaucrats that they can send lobbyists down to the Capitol to lobby with your money, they've got too much money and too many resources. They've got too many employees. This is too much. They, they, they need to, they need to Government fire was never established to give somebody a job. No, the tip. Yeah. It was never established for that. I, I think Democrats are confused that is, on that, that point. Is, I mean, <laughs> bottom line, that it's a necessary evil that we have of to government. hire people. But, That's correct. But the, the reality is that you know, sort of like a preacher or a um, or a funeral home director or or a, or a police officer, their job, their, their goal in life should be able to, to make themselves obsolete. If you're a preacher, if you're a police officer. You should make it your goal in life so that people don't need your services. You, you should make it your goal in That's life. That's what DHS does, isn't it? Oh, well, no, I think not. But I'm afraid. <laughs> but the, so the thing is that, that it, if you're a police officer, your goal should be to make it so that the society is so safe that you can go home and, and, and garden and, instead of having to go out there and, and arrest some thug for raping his kid well that would that would I mean, be fine except that it's the politicians that make the laws <laughs> that's the problem well, and it's the politicians who are tailing police officers they can't do this or they can't arrest that and, and, and you know we're not going to do they, these they want you want these, uh, you know and, crime and, and then they then they want the police officers to arrest you for doing things that ought, ought to be good and righteous i mean it, it, you know how much fun we had when bill clinton said it depends on what, what your definition is. of is is 
Well, now you got the DA of New York City saying, well, what's your definition of a criminal? I'm not making that up. He said it the other day. What's the de- that hey, may always, that may you be your definition of a criminal? It's not mine. Hey, uh, the source of authority from where your definitions come sure, from is it, everything. It, it, it is. That's big, the reason God and God's word is important. That I say you sure. have to have a source of authority for mm-hmm. right and wrong. Sure. This country has had one since the beginning of this but, country, but it's it's gone at this point it's to a gone. great extent. It's it, we, we've but it's not even to a great extent. Right. So so. But like it's we were gone. talking about earlier, when when your foundation for <clears throat> for life in general is well, Uncle Ralph might have been a squirrel. If if you have no foundation for right and wrong, no no moral foundation, then everything's up for grabs. Where are the really rails is. at? Where are the rails there, at, guys? In Bowling, there are you have no bumper rails, rails right. to yeah. make sure that the ball doesn't go three lanes over. You don't have rails on the road. That's right. To keep you on the road. Uh, that's exactly no, it, right. Where are the rails at? If you don't have a foundation of God, where are the rails? Where, where are they? The, the fact is that 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 why should we be surprised when people on the left are thinking, you know what? I, I think it's okay for for forty seven year old Uncle Ralph to um, marry his <clears throat> his seven year old nephew. Yeah. How about schools? Got to let the, the the boys and the girls take showers together if they identify separately i'm get, people, get ready i'm, I'm just going? i'm just telling you going? get ready because pedophilia is being decriminalized as we speak oh my goodness that are is, you serious oh yeah it's happening well I mean, if, because if you if have no if, moral compass no if, if your argument is <clears throat> is that you were born that way mm-hmm. so it can't be wrong then pedophilia falls under that you're born that way you're not. You don't become that way. You're born that way. Right. And this this kind of goes into this this the foolish, stupid notion that you can't control the way you feel. The fact is, you can control the way you feel. You some should. people can't, and they rightly so should be under some kind of medication Supervision or right. somewhere locked up where they can't be out to play with the rest of society. Well, and that, and that's and that's the thing is that if yeah, if you're if, if well if if you're yeah. not able to control yourself, then why are you free? All right, gotta take a break. Got 12 minutes left here of this show. Don't forget about the ICU protection business, all right? The letter I, the letter C, and the letter U, okay? I-C-U. Billy Mack is the owner. I met with him last week. He's a new advertiser here on the Dave Ellswick Show. He's been doing this since the 90s. He knows what he's doing. He does the services of alarm, security, monitoring, he does residential, he does commercial, and uh, the cameras he has, you know, you watch some of these cameras that uh, they have at a, at, you know, just, let's say a Seven Eleven, and you can't tell anything about it. You know, they're black and white, they're fuzzy, you know, no big deal, you can't tell nothing. So why even have them, to be honest with you? Here is what he has. His cameras are 1080p, all right, those those are HD, 1080 HD. They're the same one. You get the same clear, clear picture that you do, like if you got direct TV and you're watching it on your big screen TV. That's how clear those cameras are. And he's got cameras that are even clearer than that. You need to talk to him about it. That's just one thing you need to talk to him about. Uh, but uh, talk to him about what he can do with you at your house. 
what he can do with your commercial, and he won't charge you for the equipment. All he charges you for is the service. Call him today, 501-205-1333. I'm going to have him on Wednesday. Talk about this because it's such a great deal. 501-205-1333. Call today to ICU Protection. All right, a lot of good things coming your way here at 101 FM, The Answer. Uh, We're going to talk to you about your money when we get done here in just a moment. Don't forget that uh, Charlie Kirk is on later this afternoon, and so is Sean Hannity. So uh, you make sure you you join them, hear what they have to say. Some things coming up in the future uh, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, This station will be your station for the election this year. If you want to know what's going on with the election, uh, keep it right here at 101.1 FM, the answer, because this is exactly what we're going to zero in on. I can tell you right now, I will be at the uh, Rotunda in February, I think it's 22nd, uh, when people get to uh, put their money down and we'll find out exactly who's running for what offices here in the, in the state. Uh, we, we're going to have some town hall meetings, going to have four of them. Uh, one of them is going to be more like a uh, kind of just a rally for Sarah because there's nobody running against her, so we'll have a rally for her. All of those are going to look at, like at this time they're going to be over at Agape Church. We'll cover the election uh, results for you in May and have all of the uh, election results for the uh, the primary. And then on top after that, We'll get into the general election. If you want to be part of it, if you're a business, you want to be a part of it, you want to advertise during, uh, during it because you know people are going to be listening to it for sure, then uh, you know get a call uh, in here to Lynn Dyer and uh, talk to her uh, about it, and, and she'll she'll help you out. Or, or uh, send me an email, Dave at SalemLR, that's S-A-L-E-M-L-R.com, and uh, I will get you in touch with her so she can get you all set up. We've already got several uh, nonprofits and profitable businesses that are going to be involved with our coverage. So I look forward to that. I'm dedicating to you that I'll give as much time as I I have to to make sure that you know exactly what's happening. These guys that are sitting across from me, they'll be part of it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I know that. Like there's some interesting. You say there's there's not. The governor's race is going to be kind of crickets, but uh, I unless, mean, when, unless when somebody steps in, yeah, you know, you look at the lieutenant governor's race, the secretary oh my, of state, and secretary of state's race is like, oh my goodness! And we're going to we're going the, the four we're going to do uh, town halls: governor, mm-hmm. secretary of state, mm-hmm. all right, lieutenant governor, okay, and AG, AG. That's the four yeah, that we're doing. That's going to be some good ones. So, so uh, many, people need to know. How people many people need to are know. running for lieutenant governor right now? Uh, let's see. Off the top of my head, you got Leslie. You've got uh, you got Doyle. You got Rapert. You got uh, uh, the lawyer up there in Northwest Arkansas Brown. Okay. You've got uh, Bledsoe. So. That's five that I can think wow. of, and I think there was one other gentleman that would jumped into it as well. Hmm. So six, maybe six people. Wow. Now, if we we'll make it, we're going to be sending out letters this week, letting everybody know this is going to happen, and to set a certain date aside for their particular race and be part of this. And uh, it'll be up to them to be part or not be part of. I will have no say over that. 
I'm also going to make sure that I'm not the one that asks the questions. Mm. I'll have somebody else that comes in uh, to ask the question from you, the listener, mm. because it's a town hall. It's not a uh, a debate. It's going to be a town hall. So each one will be asked uh, you know, a question. Uh, the same question they get to answer, and we'll go for about 90 minutes and see what they have to say. Joseph Wood is one of the Joseph candid- Wood, Joseph that's right. Wood. I said Brown. Brown. It was Joseph Wood. Wood. Yeah, yeah. Joseph he's, Wood. Yeah, he's the um, county judge. He's such a great in, guy. Um, he is. He what, is. A, what a story he, he's got. He worked got. for um, Mark Martin, Secretary of State's yes. office, years ago. And then he's, he does have an interesting story. I think um, he was adopted. Well, he was, he was found in a box. Well, and yeah, so he, yeah, I guess he it was, yeah, he, he doesn't even know who his parents are, I guess. No, he does not. Um, I mean, I I guess he does now. Does he, he did, now? He, okay. I think he met his uh, natural birth mother. Dr. Greg Bledsoe. Yeah, Bledsoe, yes. Bledsoe. That's, uh, that that's the senator, son? Senator Bledsoe's uh, son. son. Okay. So anyway, that's the people that uh, we'll be having on. Uh, make sure that you have the opportunity to, to question them. Hey, look, if the Democratic Party wants to do uh, some town halls, they give me a call. We'll get them on, too. I have no Democrats problem on the show before I have one. I have so. had a lot of them on, and I'll still have a lot of them on if they want to come on. It's up to them. We're out of time, guys. That went quick. It, it did. It went real fast today. Always does when we've got a lot to talk about. And since you guys hadn't been on in about four yeah, weeks, we had. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot we've to talk about We've got it off today. our chest. We've got our session. Did you over. vent your spleen today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm good. I'm good that you did that. Paul, thank you for yes, coming sir. in. We'll see you next week. Paul comes in all the way from Conway. Those and Conway. then RD comes in all the way from Cabot. I appreciate you both coming in and being part of the show today. I'll meet you again here right where we're at at 101.1 FM. The answer at 6 a.m. tomorrow. The power panel from the females will be here. And we'll have a special guest talking about nursing. There's a shortage. They need nurses. We'll talk to you about it. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.